freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome unsolicited perspectives i'm your host bruce anthony i'm here with my sister jay for our happy hour fridays what up sis what up brother how you feeling you said you was tired because i picked the day yeah, i worked yes. right uh, all week and That's typically what people do typically what people do and then you want me to have a conversation after doing all that when i just really want to get high and watch cartoons or I mean, uh, you could get you could get high during this. I mean, I got myself a little drink. I'm drinking on gin today. Well, you know, I feel like the conversation would go off the rails pretty quickly if I were to get high. Well, then I wouldn't be necessarily a good host because um, I'm supposed to keep the train on the track. I'm telling you, my <laughs> responses would not make sense. Is what I'm telling you, what I'm trying to get across to you. You can at least sip on a little bit. Don't have me sipping by myself because then that makes juice. me think that I got a problem. I got some juice. Shout out to Arizona. Kept it 99 cent. <laughs> Not gin and juice? Nah. I'm going to support business that support us. Uh, Arizona supports us? They could have raised that 99 cent juice with all the rest of inflation going on. But you know what? The CEO of Arizona said, not on my watch. And I respect okay. that. I respect All right. I tell you what, the juice may support the cause, but the state damn sure don't. Hell no. It's Arizona. Hell no. Right. And speaking of Arizona and some of, the, some of the political figures that might be a little transphobic, racist, homophobic. It leads me to a story that I know that you haven't been following. Now, I know you don't know about this, but there's a player. How do you know I don't know about this? Because I know you don't know about this because it has to do with sports. Then you're correct. I don't know about this. There's a player on the Brooklyn Nets. His name is Kyrie Irving. I see. I do know about this. What are you talking about? You do know about I it. do know about the. I am on TikTok as well as Instagram. Oh, God. If you get any information from TikTok, like, first of all, okay. All right. What do you know about it? I know that he has been suspended from the Brooklyn Nets for failing to say he is not an anti-Semite, which feels like something you should be able to say. It's, feels it should like be, something. It's, I, hey, I'm not a Nazi. My name is John. I'm not a Nazi. I My name Jewish is Bruce. And I'm not a Nazi. Now, yeah. it, I think Jewish I, people are pretty cool. Some of my best friends are Jewish. I like uh, uh, dreidels. They give out them little chocolate coins at Hanukkah. Those well, we, can't say, we can't say Drake right now because of some of his lyrics against Megan Stallion, but I'm not going to get off track. Right. I want to focus in on this. Okay. Now I'm on Twitter and I'm following this story. Mm -hmm. And once again, like our last conversation, we ride for our people. 
So right. from a black, I don't even want to say it's a black perspective. So, but for some black people, it looks like he's being canceled for something simple. And, and they're doing, a, and, and these people on Twitter are doing a what about ism by saying, well, why aren't people attacking Amazon? And there's a point in that, but also, I feel like the people that are defending Kyrie, just like there are people that defend, you know, R. Kelly, and the people that are defending Drake's lyrics against Meg Thee Stallion right now. Like, we ain't got to ride for every black person just because they're black. Kyrie Irving is wrong. And fighting against anti-Semitism is the, is the same fight against transphobia, homophobia, racism. It's all the same. It's all under the same fight. And we can't get into this place where one of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle, in his last big stand-up was talking about his fight as a black person. More or less, he's saying his fight as a black person is, is more important than the trans gender fight. And no, it, to me, it's all the same fight because it's about human rights. Yeah. It's about human rights. So there's no defense here. And, and we can't say, hey, you need to be on our side to combat racism when we can't simply say, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not an anti-Semite. Yeah. That's, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to say. And, and there's a problem with people just calling out their own group, their own tribe. And when I say tribe, it's not just along racial lines or religious lines. It's against party lines in the political theater as well. You have people who are making jokes about Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked. That's mm -hmm. not funny. She's the third in line to the presidency. This person busted into their house when the Secret Service is supposed to be watching and attacked. But once again, this tribalism where it is, I'm going to defend my tribe against all, no matter what. And it's wrong. He's wrong. And for those people defending them, what the hell, are you, what the hell do you stand for? You, you can't stand for ending racism and black rights and the progression of black people if you're putting down another group of people. Especially considering the fact that black people can also be Jewish. You know, the problem is with this idea of cancel culture is people are using that term as a dog whistle when really what we're asking for is just people to be accountable for their fucking actions. Sorry, mm -hmm. I didn't mean to curse. For people to be accountable for their actions. Yeah, bleep it out. That's fine. Yeah, I bleep it out. I bleep it out. Um, I mean, who really gets canceled? I mean, very few people. It's got to be some, uh, some, you know, criminal activity. Um, I mean, Louis C.K. wasn't canceled. He's back out there to him right now. Exactly. My man was masturbating in front of women. Exactly. Um, so it's like, is anybody really canceled? I mean, I don't know. Harvey Weinstein, maybe. But the point is, is it's about accountability, not about canceling people, because when we cancel them, we're not giving them a chance to hold themselves accountable. That's not what we're doing here. We're telling this dude, hey, man, um, some of the things in that video, Kyrie, were not just dead ass wrong, but they were also harmful um, to a, a, a population of this world who has also gone through things. You know, sometimes 
and I can only speak about black people because I am black. Sometimes we forget, <laughs> you know, sometimes we forget that we're not the only people who have gone through things in this world. Um, that we share a common history with a lot of people who have suffered injustice in the past and in modernity. You know what I'm saying? Like that we are fighting all of us the same fight. And and that's this is all born out of white supremacy. Um and and just to just to piggyback off your point, we're not even talking about the whole world. We're talking about just in this country alone. Right. There are several groups. There is a group of people who almost don't exist. But yet, we just had a holiday where people like to dress up as them. We live in an area where the football team was a slur against these people. We celebrate a holiday coming up that's not truly the holiday in which we were taught in school. That's not how it went down, but we still celebrate it. And there are more people. There were people that were put in the quote unquote concentration camps. You can say they're Native Americans. I'm I'm gonna, yeah, I was was trying to go a roundabout way. I was gonna label a bunch of of different groups and then then go boom, 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 boom. This is who they are. Kind of like, what if she was white? That's that's what I was trying to do. You're trying to um, time to, uh, time to kill this. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I was trying, but you you cut me off. So well, you know that's that's, on, that's on me. I didn't recognize the drama that was building. Yeah, you know, Nintendo, and that's on me. Yeah, uh, I was I was building to something. I was I was, I, I was building. I think to something. you can still build to it. Just well, okay. So no, that. I'm just gonna say it now. It's Native Americans, and then we put Asian Americans in basically concentration camps. After Pearl Harbor was bombed, was bombed. were concentration camps. Uh, and let's, there's another group. There's a gender. Females that have just consistently been persecuted against in this country. Hmm. Black and white. Now, Latin. black is on the bottom of the totem pole, uh, but also white women, because let's not get it twisted. It's not like white women are treated great. Case in point, we had a black male president before we had a white female president. Yeah, but let's let's all also recognize we didn't have a white female president because of white women. Uh, you know what? Not, I'm, I, majority, I refuse to majority. Give, I refuse to cut them any slack. Okay, and that's the majority. Just... <laughs> I'll say the majority. Okay. The majority we also had because of white women. Uh, but also, there's some women in, in, in our group. That's a, that's against the cause as well. We it, the majority of it, white I think women. On one hand, the vocal ones. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the little what's the two women that's always on Fox News? Uh, Peaches and cream, something like Peaches. that. Shine and diamond, <laughs> sparkle and shine. Sugar and spice, something like that. I mean, the, the uh, another the number one offender would be Candace Owens, but. Yeah, oh, at, the end, at the end of the day, and you see this a lot when we talk about police reform as well. You know, do I believe that there needs to be police reform? Absolutely. That's there should not no more cash bail. There shouldn't be mandatory maximum, like mandatory uh, minimum. Sorry, um, things like that. Yes, of course. 
but let's we ain't friend all brothers like some of them need to be in there and right. i think we forget sometimes like oh no brothers should be free no some nah. of them need to be in there some people yeah. need to be held accountable for their actions there needs right. to be consequences and it has to start within your own community calling out behavior that's unacceptable it's just like when women talk about men or male presenting people and misogyny and saying that it needs to start with men calling out their friends and family, other men, when they see it, it needs to start within your own community. There is nothing wrong with being pro-Black, but also critiquing Black people. Right. Because we are not a monolith. We are you not. You say it all the time. That we are not your, a monolith. That should be your slogan. It, it damn near is. Uh, I say it <laughs> so much. But we are not a monolith. If if we were, we would have a unified Black agenda, and we don't. Um, no, we don't. That was sort of the whole premise of the first Black Panther movie. There's like two sides of Black America. Should we try to integrate and better ourselves and share what we know, share our knowledge? Or should we just ride at dawn and take over? Like, we d- d- nobody's got the answer. Nobody has anybody's. Or should we be isolation isolationists, you know? Um, I don't understand, but know that we really even wanted integration. I mean, honestly, I think separate but equal is fine if the shit was equal. Uh, but no, you you want integration because you want that Arizona drink. I do want the Arizona drink, but integration and Olive Garden. That's true. Damn, I love Olive Garden. But right. integration typically means putting people of color in white spaces. It doesn't necessarily mean true integration. That's not what it means. And it's but that's neither here nor there. The whole thing is Kyrie ass needed to be suspended. Period. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and once again, Twitter. I don't know if is it indefinite? I don't know. No, no, no. He's suspended for five at least five games without pay. And he issued an apology early. Let let me put that out there. He issued an apology. The apology that he should have issued in the first place, and it's it's thoughtful. I hope that he wrote it, but maybe his publicist wrote it, but I hope it's from the heart. Um, And yes, he needs to apologize. But I want to make, I want to comment on one of the points that you made about calling people out. I got a friend, a very good friend of mine, and I don't call him out enough for his all, he he's quick to say if a woman like a woman is on sports center or or on one of the nba talk shows because it's me too movement me too movement but what does that have to do what does sexual harassment have to do with the woman getting a job on a television show those two things are not the same and 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 i see it in him but also I see it in other communities where the attack is against BLM. Okay, are there some bad actors in BLM? Maybe. There's bad actors in every group. In every group that you have that's about something, that's about change and trying to do good, you're going to have a few bad actors. That doesn't mean that the cause is bad in and of itself. So Me Too was a great movement. It it was a Supposed to liberate women, but co-opted. there's been kind of, huh? Well, yeah, well, because it, yeah. it was a, it was a movement 
started by women of color, particularly Black women, but women of color, and the specific kinds of harassment that we receive in the workplace and schools and public, et cetera. Uh, and then it got co-opted and turned into something else. What well, doesn't everything know? Yeah. Doesn't everything get co-opted? Everything does, everything does um, because we live in a clout chasing era. That, But even <laughs> if it gets co-opted, it's still, there were changes. They were made. And yeah. there's still yeah. changes being made. But with every little bit of change, there's going to be some backlash. And you're going to have every every progressive movement that women are involved in, you're going to have some people. And, and, and when he listens to his podcast, he's going to know exactly who I'm talking about, who, who are idiots. They're going to correlate, oh, it was a Me Too movement. That didn't have anything to do with it. Nothing to do with it. The Me Too movement mm-hmm. was about women not being sexually harassed, women being treated as equals in the workplace. It's what it was. Yeah. But, you know, back to this issue of anti-Semitism, but the, the, the isms, racism, these aren't isms, but phobias, homophobia, mm-hmm. transphobia. And the thing that I have, a, I don't know, a, a, come to Jesus moment when I'm watching old shows that I love mm. more specifically Martin yeah and you're seeing certain things it's just like oh this is funny very cringy but I don't feel good about laughing mm. about it anymore because the jokes that are the jokes that are on specific groups of people I recognize that they're still dealing with painful issues because of their portrayals on television the whole reason why people talk about there's violence in new york city which there is but if you look at it per capita to something like oklahoma oklahoma has more violence but oh, there the, the numbers the numbers absolutely bear that out new york yeah. city is not this much more dangerous right new york, new york city. city is not this hellscape but Atlanta what does new york city have that? well i mean yeah but, <laughs> but what does new york city have New York City has people of color. And if you go back and you look at all these old TV shows and movies, you know, in the 80s, it was Russians that were villains. We still think Russians are villains. And then in the 90s, it was uh, people of the Islamic faith, uh, Muslims, you know, anything with it, anything that you were wearing on your head, you were the enemy. Black people have always been the bad person in a television show or a movie uh, since as far back as we can remember, and this creates an idea in certain people's head that these people need to be feared or these people need to be looked upon in a certain way. And I'm going back and I'm watching just simple simple shows like Martin and the portrayal of gay people, like gay men. And mm-hmm. I have gay male friends that gay men are gonna hit on you whether you're gay or not. Like that's all they're gonna do that they're absolutely predators and that you can't escape them. And that's not the case. That's not the case at all. But it mm-hmm. was perpetrated on this show mm-hmm. that I love when he was calling them, uh, what is chocolate almond? What did he call mm-hmm. them again? Almond Joy. You almond saw, Joy. You saw Almondy. Yeah. And it's just like this portrayal. And it's, that creates an idea in your head of that's what gay people are like. And, you know, nah, I don't feel good watching it do you have any instances where you watch shows and it's just like ah that doesn't make me feel good 
Yeah, anything that was made in the 90s. But I'm going to tell you, I find it very interesting that that portrayal is exclusive to gay men. And I have mm. we you and I have had this conversation before this this fear and honestly this fantasy that straight men have of uh, man if a gay man hit on me first of all chances are boo it's not gonna happen but um (laughs) like i it comes from this idea that they will treat you that gay men will treat straight men the way straight men treat women Mm. um that there is this predatory behavior in men in general, except the fear is that now this man is not preying on other women with me. He's preying on me. Right. And that's the fear, even though that it just doesn't have, I mean, literally some of these guys sit around and fantasize about what will happen if a game and that they, they will go their whole lives and it will never mm-hmm. happen. It will just never no. happen. Sh- straight women barely want straight men. Uh, so, wow, <laughs> 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 about how straight men are the most single <laughs> men right now, and it's, it was depressing and sad. They are fighting for their lives right now in the most wow. delusional, delusional ways, but. <laughs> I think the great thing about the times that we're in now, right, is that all of these marginalized groups are now taking it into their own hands to tell their own stories. They're making their own shows. They're producing and writing and directing their own shows. They're getting the opportunity to do that. Studios are opening up. You also have these streaming services that are opening up and telling different stories by the people who are uh, living those stories or have those lived experiences. And it's fighting against these um, old portrayals of of LGBTQ folks, of Black people, of uh, Latinos, of of, um, Middle Eastern folks and Muslim, Muslim folks. Like it's fighting against these ideas and these prejudices uh the portrayal of asian people in in i I gotta say they black people have not had it great historically in american cinema but asian people um Mm, truly some truly racist ass portrayals of asian people a lot of white people in quote-unquote yellow face catherine uh, Catherine Hepburn, Mickey Rooney, all of these mother in yellow face, and it's just it, the most. Jerry I Lewis, Brando, Jerry Lewis, horrible, horrible. Uh, we Rooney. could go. I we think could I go. met Jerry Lewis. Sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, yeah. I don't know if you're still alive. If you are, first, <laughs> so I'm sorry for gonna, thinking you were dead. You were just going to attack him for so many things. Sorry, uh, yes, I, I love you. I would say that they had, there are a lot of racist things in, in the movies, Rush Hour. Yeah. In the Rush Hour movies, there's a lot of racist themes towards Asian people. I, I want to go back to this fear of... It was it was him. Sorry, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I take that back, Mickey Rooney. You was racist <laughs> as hell at Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's when you were playing Mr. Uh, 
first of all, this isn't even a Japanese name, but Yushinoshi or whatever. I don't know, but you was racist as hell in that. Truman Capote, to hell with you. You're dead. <laughs> to hell with you for creating that character and for casting him and and all of that. That was also very racist. But continue. I almost gave Mickey Rooney a pass. That was, that was no. Yeah, yeah, get him. That was right. No, I, I wanted to go back towards uh, more specifically Black men and this overwhelming fear of homosexuality where we came up with these terms that I don't even feel comfortable saying anymore. Yeah, you, where it's pause. Yeah. Where it's like the most tame one I'll say is pause. And, and sometimes I'll say pause and it doesn't even mean that. It's like, hold on, pause my train of thought. I just said something I want to take back. Not that has anything to do with homosexuality. It's just like, because I misspeak sometimes because my mind moves faster than my mouth can actually say these things. Mm-hmm. But if you go back, what was a term black men used to describe a good looking man, but it was low key kind of like, a dig at him, but they were also acknowledging he's a good-looking man. I don't know. Pretty boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He over there, What they're saying is, that's a good-looking man, but it yeah. had to be a dig that went yeah. along with it. Like, you couldn't just say, oh, that's a good-looking man. Look you had to say, yeah, you know, oh, pretty do. boy. My, my boys would even, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> I was very good looking. <laughs> I was very good looking. The number of I'm not bad now. I'm not bad now, but back in the day, back yeah. in the day, whoo. And my boys used to always be like, oh, pretty boy. And I knew what that meant. They yeah. were acknowledging that I was a handsome man. Yeah. They were <laughs> that that's what they were acknowledging. Yeah. But instead of just saying, Bruce, you were handsome. They had to say, oh, pretty boy. It's a slight dig. Yeah. It's a multi-layered um, situation, right? Yeah. So you can go back, way back to slavery and the emasculation of the Black man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he did not own himself, much less his own family, um, his own humanity, right? Right. And so how do you combat against that that sort of emasculation and dehumanization? You swerve all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And now you become this hyper-masculine, hyper-dominant um, persona and personality um, where you have to, be, where it's it's almost as if, it's not almost as if because the, the emotional intelligence and maturity of a lot of these guys out here is non-existent, but it's, mm. you have to be devoid of any kind of quote unquote feminine emotion, any right. kind of thing, because obviously if I want to be hyper-masculine and the opposite of that is feminine, then the last thing I want is anything feminine. Sometimes to the detriment of actual women. <laughs> right. Like, don't like women out here. Like uh, men not being able to cry. Right. Um, Excuse me. The, the, I'm lucky that I had men in my family who I look up to, who I know to be strong men, who cry, mm-hmm. 
not at just sad moments, happy moments. Yeah. Oh man. And that showed me men at a very own. young age, it's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah. It is it's okay it, to cry. Tear ducks, you were born with them mm-hmm. for a reason. And the body naturally produces tears with heightened emotion. It is not something conscious, it is unconscious. It is a natural function, and you are supposed to do it. And if yes. anybody has seen inside out. <laughs> Look, that you gotta have sadness, and with happiness they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Okay, so you have this historical perspective, right? And you also have black men living within a society run, built, predicated on white supremacy, and part of white supremacy is white male supremacy. I feel like we should always add that in. Yeah, that is white, white. Male. Great supremacy. Christian male, wealthy male supremacy. Like we have to be very specific about which white people are supreme. Okay. Right. Because right. don't get In it twisted. Minds. Don't get it twisted. There are some white women who feel like they're supreme, but these white men will stomp on you. The only yeah. time, the only time they will defend you is when somebody else is attacking you. Basically, they're saying, Oh, I can beat your ass if I want to. Can't yeah. nobody else beat your ass. Right. I can cuss you out if I want to, but nobody else can say anything. That territorial, right. that that possession, that's what mm-hmm. it is. It's not power. You you have no power. There no. is no power. It's a faux power. But yeah. go ahead, finish your point. Born out of insecurity. And that's a lot of what hypermasculinity comes in. When I mm-hmm. see these guys on these podcasts talking about women this, women that, women this, women that, that's why y'all gonna be alone. It is a very obvious projection of their own insecurities and their own fear of being alone. Okay. Because women look at it like, well, don't threaten me with a good time. Like we are out here <laughs> like, going on trips with our girlfriends. We're getting pets, plants. Uh, we're focusing on careers. We're getting our education. We're going to therapy and we're just, you know, trying to do our best to improve ourselves um, but hypermasculinity, the patriarchy holds men back. It's just as toxic to you all as it is to us. And it keeps you from realizing your full potential. Hypermasculinity keeps you from realizing your full potential. And then the final thing is that a lot of these dudes are gay. Huh. Class a lot of gay. these dudes are gay. If you listen. It was the funniest thing. This video is still so iconic to me. Um, Laverne Cox was out on the street and she was being interviewed by somebody in TMZ about uh, Lil Nas X when he had come out as gay. And um, she said, I think it's great. And I think more men in entertainment should come out. And the, and the, uh, the interviewer asked her, you think there are more? And she said, girl. Because I know what her DMs look like. Mm. I know mm-hmm. what her DMs look like. I know there is a gang of dudes in her DMs, DMing her on the low, DMing a lot of these gay and trans uh, women and femmes out here on the low. A lot of them DMing gay men on the low, doing a lot, a lot, but because of 
Um, you know, the black community is socially conservative. Always has been. Always has been. Um, very much rooted in Christianity and socially conservative. And, and we are and all just to, oh, just ahead. to switch. If Republicans were smart, they would be leaning into that because the unknown secret is that most black people would be Republican because Republicans are socially conservative, Christian based. Yeah. And that's what black people are. But you don't kick people out like David Duke and the Nazis and, and or Herschel like Walker. That. Don't insult well, Herschel Walker. Don't count. Don't, yeah, but it's an Walker. it was an in, it's an insult to our intelligence to bring Herschel Walker out here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. But back it, to your point. But back to your point about Lil Nas X. I can't say that I'm a fan of his music because I don't really listen to his music. I oh, I love his last album. It's fantastic. Uh, I think I might be. Added, I don't know if I'm out of the age group. I just Lil Nas X doesn't come on my radar. I'm more of a Lil Dirk, Moneybag. You know, yeah. those are those are kind of like my people. I'm still, even though I'm 42 years old, I'm still trapped. I don't know why, but I'm still trapped. It um, just makes you feel good inside. I don't know. I don't know why trap music makes me feel good inside, but you okay. Feel alive. It's the same way people when they listen to death metal it just, or, or black metal, it makes you feel liberating. It, yeah. Yes, liberate. But mm-hmm. I am a big fan of him as far as him being so in your face. He's just authentic. He's just yes. himself. He lives. And, it's not in your face. He's like, I'm just myself. You're choosing to see it as in You're your right. Face. Let me correct. Let me correct myself because that one of those situations where I mis- misspoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the right words to say to, to bravery isn't the right word because you're right he's being himself but there is a bravery in, there, is, but a there bravery. is a bravery in being yourself yes most people public when it's not the social and public norm right right so so there is a bravery Especially and I'm a fan of him because of that yeah wait does he identify as he him or is uh yes i believe he does okay all right hey look black people out there if you're going to be about black causes once again to my earlier point you are about being anti you being against anti-semitism you're against transphobia you're against homophobia you have to be, or else you're not really standing on anything. No. You're not, because you don't see the bigger picture. The bigger picture is about human rights. We are all need to be treated fair and equally and be able to live the life that we want to live. And back to the point about Martin and the misogyny. In the show, Martin, he had a legitimate gripe when Gina made more money than him. Yeah. He had a legitimate gripe when she was going to be his, not boss, but like his contributor to help his show better. Mm-hmm. These were major issues that, yeah. that he had. And, and when I go back and look at it, I'm like, I wonder if these formed my earlier opinions because that's kind of how men were during that time. Mm-hmm. I'm not that way now. Luckily, I evolved. 
hopefully still evolving every day constantly evolving but yeah i go back and i watch these shows enough and, and i feel like you know what this isn't really good i this is it's funny he's yeah. still funny but i don't know it's kind of like can you still listen to r kelly music can you still no, watch the Cosby show can you still can you still listen to drake's new album even though he's t- attacking meg the stallion for getting shot like can you do these things when people are doing bad things, saying I th- bad things? I think that's the, well, in my opinion, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are a special case. They did. What about Michael Jackson? Um, if those allegations are true, then it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, that those are, those are to me, criminal cases and they should and rightly should be canceled <laughs> like right. here, we should not be putting any more money in these people's pockets okay so um but you know thanks i think you just have to enjoy television in the context of in which you find it right like it's it was the 90s it wasn't it was not as progressive as we would have hoped it would be. Um, I know a lot of those shows um, did have maybe one or two serious episodes where they talked about something like AIDS or HIV. And we had a more progressive view of, of those things by the time we got into the nineties than we did from the eighties. Um, and there was a lot of really great stuff about that, those shows. They show black professionals, you know, living single, That's true. Yes. Martin and the Wayans brothers. I mean, they show black business owners and professionals. And well, not the Wayans brothers. They didn't show uh, no professionals. Who was um, the professional? They own, he owned that. Sean owned that newsstand. You're right. He did, and pops Sean owned and the pops diner. Owned that diner. Even they, though he was doing some, you know. I mean, the diner was nasty. I mean, right. it, was, it was nasty. Um, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and they they would all wear, you know, sweatshirts or or you know, some sort of apparel or have posters up of HBCUs. You right, know, right. like they were. They, there was also things to enjoy. I think sometimes you just when you watch older stuff. It's the same as if you go back and watch Breakfast at Tiffany's and see that racist ass Mickey Rooney yellow face caricature. Like you can enjoy Audrey Hepburn looking flawless in that movie and still be like, I hate Mickey Rooney. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I almost gave him a pass, but I didn't. You know, like, uh, well, the, you almost gave him a pass because I guarantee you, you confuse Mickey Rooney with Mickey Rourke. No, no, I know who Mickey no, Rooney. I don't know who Mickey Rooney is. Mickey Rooney, he's, he's old. He's, I mean, he was in movies in the fifties and sixties, and stuff. he's old. He's, yeah, I keep I, thinking. I don't even know that he's alive. Honestly, <laughs> I keep thinking of. I keep thinking of uh, uh, Mickey something Rourke. Rooney. No, I keep thinking of something Rooney on like sixty minutes or something like that. Oh, that's Andy Rooney. That's and, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of Andy okay, Rooney. Mickey like, Rourke did Andy. die. He died in 2014. He did die. He died. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Rooney, not Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is still alive. Mickey Rourke is still alive. Correct. Yeah, he's still he was, alive. Like, he's the last thing I saw Mickey Rourke in, probably that Iron Man movie. 
Probably uh, yeah, it was that, and the wrestler that was around the same time. Oh the wrestler yeah, the wrestler, really wrestler. Um, so, so it's okay to watch these shows, even though the misogyny, and and more specifically, I'm talking one particular show, Martin, because it just recently has been on my mind. I can but, tell you, I'll say by the bell that was trash. trash. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Very bad. Like I was watching it and when they started, they put it on Netflix and I was like, oh no. I made a TikTok about it. It was just like, oh no, it was terrible. What's your TikTok again? What is my TikTok? You keep asking. There you go. There you go. You don't even know your social media <laughs> handle. I don't know my there social media. I don't. I don't know my social media handles. My TikTok is go. underscore Andrea. Andrea spelled A-U-N-D-R-E-A. There we go. You can find okay. me. Okay. Don't okay. You know what Watcher Martin also did? It brought up red flags in relationships. Now, well, we don't know mm. in that show. It didn't carry on to see how their marriage ended up. Um, they are definitely they divorced. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they did really did love each other. divorced. <sighs> that Maybe. was a toxic relationship. What was some of... Okay, so there was a lot of red flags mm. in that relationship that they... The red flags of Gina making more money, having a more successful job, kind of subsided when Martin became a, a really big TV star on the show. But right. what are some of the red flags that you've had in relationships that you've ignored? And you look back and you say, you know what? I don't even know <laughs> why I stayed in this situation. I knew then. Yeah. I saw it. And yeah. I just ignored it. And, and oftentimes with red flags, we ignore them because we're projecting what we want the people to be instead of what they actually are. That's mm -hmm. a whole different conversation. Yeah. Um, but red flags, go. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, tragic origin stories. Tragic oh. origin stories. When they, when they tell you their backstory and it but, is but, something but, out of a Just know that... And this person is not in therapy. Just know that there's some trauma and some baggage that's going to creep up. Well, everybody has trauma and baggage. No, I'm talking about tragic backstories. Not, oh, I grew up in Kenosha. It was me and my parents. You talking about Brenda got a baby tragic? No, I dated this guy once whose father murdered his mother what? and her mother. <laughs> And Wait a minute, he murdered his it? mother and his grandmother? Yes. And so the kid, he and his sister were raised by his father's mother, which has got to also be awkward. Wait a minute. I done known you for all my life, and I don't know who this is. I Because I, I never told that. Because I said, you know what? <laughs> I feel like this is a red flag. <laughs> this person probably has emotional problems. And I was right. A mm. tragic backstory. You know, people show you who they are, and they usually take eventually a couple months. More than a couple. I, the rule <laughs> is six months. Yeah, before people start to show you who you, who they are, and then once you see it, if you tell yourself, this is another red flag. But if you ever tell yourself, I just wish I had the person that I fell in love with back. Just know okay. it's time for you to get out of that relationship because that person never existed. That person never existed. Um, the person you're with now is who they really are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now that's not uh, accounted for people going through things in that particular time. But then because everybody goes through stuff, it's also watching out for how people handle stress. Mm-hmm. How do they handle loss? How do they handle disappointment? How do people how how emotionally mature? One of the issues that I always had with Martin was his temper. Yes. He had a very eruptive and violent temper. He did. Never placed his hands on Gina, but... He, he chased her around the room when he, Ike, quote unquote. <laughs> and that wasn't a funny joke. And, 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 and Gina was serious when she said, Martin. And right. he snapped out of it. Gina's but it's, also, very it's serious. also not a funny joke in retrospect because the Ike and Taylor situation was real. Yes. It was painful. And that's not something that anybody should ever go through or should be joked about. And in, in the same, hmm, to piggyback off to something I said earlier today, in the same breath, just as they were making jokes about Ike and Tina, people shouldn't be making jokes about Nancy Pelosi's husband. Right. Shouldn't be doing it. My red flag. And you know who this is because you've known me all your life. Mm. And, and you've met most of the women that uh, that I've had relationships with, mm. real relationships with, you know what I mean. Let's move on. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a person didn't deal with trauma, mm-hmm. a traumatic experience, um, but was going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy wasn't necessarily helping, but that wasn't the thing that was the red flag. The red flag was I had seen this person turn. On people. What I mean by turn on people would be if they got agitated with that person, they would vent to me about that person and just become really distant towards that person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, she'd be getting really distant to people, but she ain't never been distant to me until right. she was distant to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a red flag. How, how a person treats other people don't think that you're so special that they won't treat you the same way. Exactly. So you have to watch that, like the people that are closest to them. If a person can emotionally disconnect. Emotional cutoff. Emotional cutoff, really <laughs> easy to those that are closest to them. Inside joke. Without, without reason, without justifiable reason. Right. right. Just because you have an argument with somebody, you may take a cool and off period. But then at a certain point, if that person means anything to you, you can reconcile. But if that person takes that cooling off period and it's just like cooled off, meaning that they're not even trying to reconcile. And this was somebody that meant something close to them. They had that ability to emotional cut off and people that can emotional cut off. I'm speaking from my own personal experience because <laughs> I'm an emotional cut off person. Uh, right. People that can, <laughs> people that can emotional cut off. That's a red flag. Damn. Yeah. I just said I'm a red flag. <laughs> Yeah, I am a walking red flag. My toxic trait is that I enjoy my toxic traits. These are (laughs) like, like, let's be clear. When we talk about these are red flags in relationships, we are not angels in these relationships. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. My toxic trait is I, I, I will gaslight you. Like I will. Oh wow! I did not know that. In relationships, it's it's not great. It's not my <laughs> problem. <laughs> you know, it's not something I will readily admit. I will, I will get, I will make somebody feel like they're crazy. And hmm. 
And, you know, it's a defense mechanism. I'm not gaslighting it in order to be manipulative, but mm-hmm. it's born out of anxiety and insecurity and my need to maintain some sort of control. Oh, is that? That's a terrible timer. <laughs> that was the timer. He's <laughs> gone on too long. It's horrible. Please come up with something else. That's the timer. That's the thing that wakes me up. First of all, Apple, yeah. your alarm settings should be more like Android. That's the only thing that I'll say should be more what is, like what Android. Is, I've but, never had an Android. I, what is an Android alarm setting? Androids, I've had people that have that have had alarms that, that woke up girlfriends, that had Androids that, that woke them up. You were able and, to date someone with an Android? Yeah. yeah, yeah. green text bubbles, we would break up. I'm, I'm not so... I can't do it. High and mighty that I can't date somebody with an Android. You know what? I respect the fact that they're defiant in the fact that they won't conform yeah. to what society says that you should be. I respect like the community. Yeah, I actually respect that. And I get my best friend. My best friend is an Android user. I get yeah. on her all the time. I'm like, yo, you don't want to jump on this iPhone. She is defiant. And you yeah. know what? I respect Android that about users her. refuse to get iPhones. They're petty. They're petty. It's very um, petty. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. Um, that was the alarm to saying that we've gone into overtime. But I, I want to say what my red flag is. Since we since we speak in power to truth, my or red flag power, is... Whichever. Say what? Or truth to... Honestly, I've never heard somebody say power to truth. And I feel like... Power to truth. Works. I feel like no, both work. No, I'm speaking my power to truth. Okay. Not truth to power. My power to truth. Right. Right? Because this so, is my power. This is what I use to yeah. combat everything. Yeah. And it leads to my truth. Okay. I'm with like you. I flip that? I'm on board. All right. I'm on board. Aside from my emotional cutoff, which ex-girlfriends, ex-wives will tell you, yeah, he turns and walks away and acts like I don't even exist ever again. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. That's a red flag, but but it gets to it. You have to get to a certain point where that's my response, right? Like that's that's the end for me. That's not any little fight. That is the final fight. And it's just like, okay, I'm done with this. But my ultimate red flag is, and every single woman that I've ever dated has said this, and it and it is an issue, is that they say, I can tell that something is on your mind, that something is stressing you out, something is occupying your thought but you won't talk about it mm. i'm very private people i've dated my friends hell my family yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my family very very private whatever's going inside of me i'm going to deal with it by myself that's a red flag that's a toxic trait i'm working on it i'm working yeah. on sharing more but when you share there's some vulnerability there that eh, that's my power not well, giving you know, away my vulnerability, but that's also my truth. I don't want to give away my vulnerability. Back right. to my power to truth. Power to truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's power to truth. Power to truth. I made it all it's work. Power to truth. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we grew up, and this is for a completely different show, but we grew up, I think, the way a lot of uh, Black folks grew up, where your mm-hmm. vulnerability, um, is not a strength, it's a weakness. You and know what? I will say that it's not solely a black issue. It also might be an economic issue. 
that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a, a lot, lot of, of things. A lot of things that are black things. issues are also economic. It's economic issue. Intersectionality. Right. There you go. Let's talk Maybe about that's what we'll talk about which, the next week. Yes, the ways in which multiple oppressions intersect and act on you simultaneously, including being po and black and a woman. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. What was your what was your final point on on what you were saying before we started detouring with intersexuality? Not intersexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I let I want the truth to go. That I won't let go. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I, I did like that on purpose. Tied all in. We tied it all in. I feel like we should define intersexuality. Uh, let's think about we'll think about it we'll come back yeah we'll define <laughs> we'll make a note about that define yeah. i don't even know how to spell intersexuality enter e-n no. <laughs> you already messed up you already messed up ladies and gentlemen public school systems in america i was out the first round of every spelling bee every I, spelling bee i threw my spelling bee in fifth grade, I knew I was going to win. I didn't want to go through the hassle of in the B. The word was dove, and I said D-U-V. But that's dove, though. And my teacher said, sit down. <laughs> Look, I'm such a bad speller. Back in the day when spell check first become a, became a thing, they would be like, yo, what word are you trying to spell right now? I'd be trying to clip. sound out where... Microsoft paperclip what the hell are you trying to see <laughs> well alright folks that is the end of happy hour Fridays with my sister Jay this Forever. is no, just unsolicited me. perspectives with your host Bruce Anthony I'm sure next week we'll be talking about the midterm elections. I'm sure that's something. Wow. You being down there in Georgia, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big deal. It's the, the, it's the governor race, the senator race. It's never, we never have an easy election down here. It's Georgia. Mess. Georgia. Most of my friends have already voted. In, in Georgia, if you don't early vote, what are you doing? You know mm. it gets crazy on election day down here. They've opened up a lot of different facilities, uh, uh, new facilities to early vote. If you get asked at your voting location to do a survey, please do it because the more positive survey results they get, the more uh, likely that location will remain open for future elections. So just put it right on. Let's speak. Let's speak power to truth. That's what we're doing. Um, and my power to truth is um, I'm going to just manifest Governor Stacey Abrams. Hey. Even if she wins, it's not going to be over for like 40 years. They're going to fight tooth and nail yeah. to keep her. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia yeah. will break off from the U.S. and fall into the sea. But uh, so like they say, it's always the darkest before the dawn. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, my sister, for, uh, for doing this with me again. I always have uh, a good time with, on Word on the Street. With, <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be a copyright infringement, so we got, I might have to cut that out of post. Um, <laughs> but I will talk to you again next week. I'm sure I'm going to talk to you at some point during the week, because we're always talking during the week. You'll That's call right. me high. 
Your yeah, call me hard talking about something. Oh, this is, I'm not getting paid for this at all. I'm not getting paid for this at all. But I want to promote Low Rail stand up comedy on HBO and HBO Max tomorrow night. Low Rail is one of my favorite comedians. Irrelevant. I met him at a day party, and I am taller than him. What? Wait a minute. What? No, you're not. Yes. You were wearing heels? No. I was wearing sandals. Did you tell him? Did you tell him that I put the whole family on him? No. Um, he was trying to get to the bar. I was at the bar. I moved over. I said, "Go ahead, brother." And that's about all I said. Did he say thank you? Yeah, of course he did. It's very nice. Okay. Okay. Because church going, man. Yeah. Raised from good family, and all that good stuff. Downtown all right, my up. sister. Did what you say? Downtown stand up. Right. All Chicago. day, every day. <laughs> South side, <laughs> west side. Where you at? Thank you. All right. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. All I right. Take up too much of your time. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. All right. That's the end of this episode. Catch us next week. Also, I'll be releasing another episode with my interview. I'll let you know what the interview is about, but sometimes I just want to leave a little bit of a surprise. So check me out. Listen, like, subscribe, download, hook me up. I'm going to holler at you. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.